Hello and welcome again to the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. And of course you've got here with you, it's Deuce this evening. And I'm riding solo this evening. Johnny's got some things he's got to do, but he's with us in spirit. But uh, just like him, we never ride solo. We've got a special guest with us tonight. And I'm so glad to have him back on the show. One of our first original guests on the show, Mike Reed, ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing this evening, sir? What up? I'm super psyched. Happy to be here. Awesome. Well, of course, just like any episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce, it's got to start off with a Deuce salute. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I needed a fresh one, so I was actually waiting that's, for you to call. That's classy. Mm-hmm. Always keeping it classy here in the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Well, the reason I hit you up and I talked to you because, A, I love watching your work and just watching the way you've been blowing up the past few months. But I wanted to talk to you about All Access Geek, man. Yeah, um, so, yeah, All Access Geek is uh, basically something that me and my uh, my friends came up with. One of the guys who, our guy who's our producer, who you, you'll never see on the videos, uh, is actually a producer who used to uh, do all the social media for Stan Lee. Oh, nice. Uh, and, he was, and around the time we created it, he was still doing stuff for Stan Lee. Uh, and then it's my boy Nick Graffio, who's uh, probably my best friend in the whole world. And it's basically just us reviewing and talking about geeky stuff we're actually really excited we're getting into original content now we're going to be making our own original content uh and whatnot uh like funny videos and skits and all kinds of stupid shit like that and we're hoping that uh it catches on well right on man well i guess i guess that might be my next question for you and i know you can't pull the curtain back too too far but right (laughs) right now you guys and mostly we've been doing like reviews of movies and kind of talking about what's going on with comics and tv shows and stuff like that like, right. what's your plan? Like, what's the future for All Access Geek? So, in a perfect world, uh, we would be, like, kind of like BuzzFeed in okay. a perfect world. Uh, kind of like BuzzFeed or College Humor in a, in a perfect world. Um, and that's kind of where we want to get to. Um, just that for geeks. It's like, that for nerds. Right on. And then also have, like, original content, like you said, like, uh, like skits and maybe even, like, little original series and things like that. I- Absolutely. Uh, we're working on our first original web series skit uh, series kind of thing uh, called Capes, which uh, if I can give you a rundown of it, it's basically like what happens when superheroes take off, you know, when what happens when superheroes are like they're done being super for the day and they just want to like sit down at a bar and just drink and chill. And that is the concept behind Capes. I like that concept, to be honest with you. that That's a great idea for a show because that's something that you'd never – like the comic book movies never get into, and even the comics to only some extent get into. So I think it's definitely an uncharted waters and a lot you can play with. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, we're doing it with uh, we're not doing it with our own original heroes. We're doing it with established heroes. Uh, but it will be original, like a re- we're writing original content uh, for it. Um, we're writing all kinds of funny jokes, all kinds of funny stuff like that. And that's where a lot of our work, time, and effort has gone into is writing that. So. So I guess my question is, what what's the next big plan, or what's going to be what's the next big thing for Mike Reed? Uh, what's the next big thing for me? Well, um, what can I say that isn't uh, that isn't giving away too much? Um, well, okay, cool. Uh, well, I'm uh, taking on some new writing projects. I, I want to write. Um, I'm working on with friends uh, a. Uh, 90s styled Kevin Smith style like independent film that I'm I'm hoping to get off the ground uh, this next year the, uh, by the end of the year uh, which I've been working on in writing since I was like I was like 
21. I've really wanted oh, to wow. do one. Uh, yeah, no, it's been a while. Like, it's been a process. Um, I am – what's all kind of cool stuff I'm doing? Um, I'm going to possibly, uh, more than likely, be a guest at Tampa Bay MegaCon. Nice. Um, signing, autog- signing autographs and all kinds of cool stuff like that. Uh, and we will also be filming uh, also another series we're doing. We're going to be filming at Tampa Bay MegaCon. We're going to be doing uh, kind of a behind-the-scenes of conventions kind of series where we talk to celebrities and cosplayers and we take you like into parties and get you all access. Uh, man, <laughs> I think that that's perfect, and it's a great idea, and plus – in my personal opinion, I think it's something that like the community is craving because I mean we've seen the cosplayers and we've seen the outside of cons, but it would be nice for somebody, especially now because like me and Johnny now are getting invited to cons and be a guest at cons. So like in our real lives, we're just now seeing behind the scenes of it. But I think as people out there who haven't seen the the kind of the behind the scenes, I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, man, and that's what we want to do, man. One of the things that I was always, uh, you know, for all those who don't know, I did a really shitty reality TV show called uh, Fangasm. Uh, one of the things that we, we we were kind of upset when we did Fangasm was, like, this isn't, like, real nerd stuff. Like, we want to go, like, and show, like, nitty-gritty, like, what it's like, like, going to the after parties and going to hanging out with, like, the celebrity guest and going to go to the pool parties and, and, uh, and showing, like, operationally a little bit, not too much, but a little bit. It's mostly about, like, how nerds really party yeah uh for me at least so well and i'm gonna throw back to the first interview we did with you back in the day which guys i'm gonna put that in the link down at the bottom along with all mike's information showing you find him but while we're on that give them all your facebook stuff and your twitter stuff so they can find you mike yeah uh so check out all access geek on facebook you can like us on facebook all access geek uh, you can find me personally on Twitter at Mike of Steel One Five and at Instagram also at Mike of Steel One Five. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram and then just Mike Reed on Facebook if you guys just want to see funny shit and dumb shit all day. I Mike of Steel. Yeah, ask Kyle. He loves that shit. So. Dude, I do. Dude, I'm all up on your Facebook and your Twitter all the time because it's hilarious. And we even throw through you a plug the other week because one of my favorite things you put on Twitter is you're like me at a con at 15 I want to see my friends and like check out the costumes me at like 24 at a con it's like I want to hang out with my friends and do hood rat shit shit. basically (laughs) that's that's my life now like I just want to do I want to go to cons and act a goddamn hot mess like that's what I want to do at convention, but in cosplay. Exactly, and I think that that's the part that people don't understand and don't see when it comes to, you know, the the con community. That I think when you do that show, it's going to be great because that's what happened when we talked to you in the first interview. You did fangasm, and you kind of showed them this kind of like nerd culture meets Jersey Shore kind of show, and they're like, "Whoa, we—that's not what we thought we were signing up for." And then they kind of made a hard right into the wall, NASCAR style, and we're like, "Yeah, we're yeah. not going to do this anymore." Yeah, no, it it was it, shit. It was rough, man. Um, <laughs> so what, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna it's more, it's more or less it's more or less like a real take. Like I'm tired of like. What's a show that uh, Big Bang Theory nerds? I'm tired yeah. of that, like that being the stereotype for nerds. It's like a nerd minstrel show, man. Like it's like if there was a racism for nerds, it'd be Big Bang Theory. But um, <laughs> oh, in my damn. opinion, in my opinion, in my per- not everybody feels that way. That's how I feel. Well, you uh, ain't hurt my feelings none. So, so yeah, so, you know. <laughs> I just. But but nerds look like me and you, man. They yeah. look like guys who like you know they have a beer. Yeah. We, they kick it. You know, occasionally we talk about maybe sports or some shit. But yeah. we also talk about like what Galactus did on panel eight. So yeah, and we can spit yeah. a little game when we need to. You know, like absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like absolutely. I, I want you representing nerd culture for me. I don't want Big Bang <laughs> Theory representing nerd culture for me. 
Oh, man, you don't want that. People lose their goddamn minds. Well, see, but that's what I want. I want people to be like, holy shit, I didn't know this was really going on in nerd culture. Yeah, dude, it, it gets it gets dirty. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of what we want to push with All Access Geek. That's one of the things. After we kind of make sure Capes is off the ground and can run, because Capes is going to be like, can we do this kind of test? Yeah. And then after Capes is good and, and in the process of filming, we're going to be doing Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay uh, sorry, not Tampa Bay Comic Con, but Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay Megacon. Megacon. Yeah. And that's going to be our test drive of that whole thing. And then hopefully TLC will call me for an offer. There you go. <laughs> but that's the thing, too, though, because it's going to be not just a test drive for you, but that is a brand new con now. So it's going to be kind of a test drive for them, too, because I don't think they, you know, it's going to be their first time in the Tampa Bay market. And I think that that's going to be an interesting experience for them, too. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I, I think that there was a lot of pushback and a lot of negativity online. I saw from convention owners I, I, I've either been friends with yeah. that we're no longer friends or that we're friends and things like that. And I got to be honest, the thing about the fandom, the thing about cons and everything like that, they create their own fan base. Yeah. So, like, think about going to cons and you go to your first time going to a con, you're maybe a friend or you saw it online. Well, like, like, I'm going to go check this out. And now there are people who solidly just go to cons all the time, same people at the same cons. There's enough uh revenue and money out there because there's all these millions of people who aren't fans yet yeah so i think i think that to say like oh well there's too many we're, we're, we're gonna lose money i think that's i think that's stupid because there have been more cons created and conventions like MetroCon are still making money conventions like uh like tampa comic-con have made yeah. more money so i don't i don't think that that's it's going it's gonna go anywhere anytime soon no and in it throw my two cents out there like as soon as they announced it because they announced it at this year's megacon orlando and it's like the meme let the butt hurt flow through you it was like as soon as they announced it everybody got butt hurt and i was like what the fuck like they just announced it let's wait and see the guest list let's let's give them a minute before we just jump up in their shit Bro, that butt hurt was strong. It really uh, was, dude. It was strong, man. And I, I understand, as a convention owner, and a lot of convention owners, and for the people who don't know this, for the layman, for the a lot of convention owners, they put, like, uh, Mike Broder, uh, who's, oh, man, I'm name-dropping, fuck. Uh, the guy, uh, Mike Broder, who does a lot of Supercon and anime Supercon stuff, yeah. they push kind of an agenda Whenever they're talking to the people that are like their fan base, and they're like, "This is fucked up." And the reason that they they push this agenda is because they they're worried about making money. They're yeah. like, "Oh, I want to make all the money." And then eventually, people start hearing that, and it flows down, and everyone's just like, "Yeah, we agree with this." There's too many cons, and realistically, people don't get that it's better for all nerd cult, all geeks. Yeah, so. and I agree with you 110. percent I think the more of this stuff there is, the more cons there is. It's more of a time to to get out there, and also, you know, if you separate them up enough, because like there's enough time between Tampa Bay Comic Con and then uh, Tampa Bay MegaCon, like it's a six month gap. Like people can mm -hmm. go to a con every six months, you know. So I, I yeah. think there's money on the table for everybody. Exactly. If my broke ass can do it, anybody can do it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nah. Oh man. But um. But yeah, I, I'm excited to go. I'm excited to see it. Uh, I, I hope that there's. Uh, I, I'm excited to see what MegaCon will do as far as revenue in the Tampa area, local businesses. So Yeah, that's going to be awesome. And speaking of awesome, we got the amazing, awesome Mike Reed on. We're going to take a small break, and we're going to be right back with more Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce.
This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by RetroGameTreasure.com Get real retro games for the old school consoles you love delivered to your door every month. They have consoles like the NES, Super Nintendo, Genesis, PlayStation 1, Game Boy, Game Boy Advanced, and more. Tell them the type of games you like and what games you already own so you don't get duplicates. You even get a wish list. It's not a rental service. And best yet, you keep the games. Use promo code HAPPYHOUR and save $2 off your first month. Learn more at RetroGameTreasure.com and don't forget to tell them that the Happy Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. And we're back with more of the happy hour with Mike Reed. I've got to ask you a question, brother, and this might be a tough one. Dude, you are hustling and you are grinding on the regular, my man. You've got like three jobs right now, not to mention the all-access geek. You got the act, uh, the acting thing taken off. Tell, tell me Lord. about it. Tell me about the struggle, man. Oh, uh, man, it's real. I actually wrote a script for a thing called The Struggle. Anyway, um, about actors. No, um, so it actually is pretty tough. Um, recently, I just got a job that is taking up the majority of my time. Uh, working in politics, I work as a uh, I work as a political community organizer because I'm really passionate about stuff in my community. Right. So I ended up taking that job. I didn't really need the money, but I really wanted to get involved in my community. So I got a job working with local politicians very closely and the community stuff. Uh, I'm also doing acting stuff. What I just do? I just did uh, a film for uh, a, a, an independent film festival here, and uh, that's going to be going on in Tampa where I play a detective. I just did that, which was crazy. In the same time, and as soon as I got done off set, I had to go to work. So it was oh, crazy. Yeah. Um, and th- then there's Alex Access Geek, which takes up a lot of my time filming for that and coming up with new content and going to meetings. Most of my life is spent in meetings these days uh, or going to auditions. Yeah. So uh, I haven't had much of a personal life uh, lately. But it's all it's all towards, like, one day walking down the red carpet playing uh, Green Lantern. That's, that's, yeah. the, that's <laughs> of the course. end goal, getting an Oscar for playing Jon Stewart. There you go. But, no, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie, just a, as your friend on Facebook and hopefully maybe a friend in real life sub, too, like, I just love watching your grind and your hustle, man, because we're in the same boat here at Happy Hour with Johnny Deuce. Like, we've got full-time jobs, and then this podcast is our second full-time job. And then poor Johnny, he's, you know, married, has got two kids, you know, so he's got home responsibilities as well. So when you see somebody else that's kind of in the same grind and hustle you are trying to make it, like, it's inspiring. Bro, it's hard out here in these streets. It is hard out here in these streets. But um, it's worth it. I got to tell you, I, I – my dad's a hard worker. My dad was, a, uh, you know, always a hard worker. And I got to tell you, I just, I, I, I think I got it too, man. Because I like, I, if I'm not wor- out working hard, I just, I just feel like all kind of down and just not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So uh, I love it. I love being in both the nerd community, the political community, and the acting community. Uh, I'm very blessed that everything I do that makes me money is something I absolutely love. Yeah. And I think that that's a key. Like, if you're not doing something you love every day, that's what grinds you. And that's what kind of burns you out and what you know depresses you but i'm right there just like you my father was a hard worker he was he was always telling me the importance of work i started working when i was 15 i've held a job ever since you know it's one of those things like you if i'm not working and doing something grinding i feel like i'm being lazy and then that makes me feel like i'm not 
it, it hurts my self worth if that makes sense. Like, right, you yeah. get depressed and you feel like, oh man, I ain't doing something. So you want to get back out and grind some more. You get down on yourself, man. I gotta tell you, I was, uh, I gotta tell you, I was doing all access geek stuff, and uh, for a long time, and I, I felt like I had too much free time, and I was just, I felt down on myself. I was like, man, I'm starting to gain weight. I'm starting to this. I'm starting to that. And I was like, F that. As soon as I got this job and I'm working in the I want to do more stuff in the community. As soon as I did, I started dropping weight. I started being in the gym more. I felt better myself. Where I wear ties now. Yeah. <laughs> which you learned how to do today, which I'm proud I of. I learned you. last night. I learned. I usually have, like, either my girls or, like, my granddad tie, pre-tie my ties, and then they're just all hanging up. Yeah, so, they're ready like, <laughs> to slide on. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. Uh, we went to a Christian school for a while. And that's how I learned how to tie my tie because every Friday we had to go to chapel and wear a tie. And dude, oh, nice. every Friday you had to you had to bust that thing out, which probably only life skill that school taught me was no, how to tie a tie. But. I think that, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's as we're older that I find things that are like I used to think it lame or cool now. Like I learned how to tie a tie. That's cool as fuck. Like, it really is because I'm not gonna lie. Like my favorite thing in the whole world is drinking in a suit. Like whenever I that put on a suit, fun. I've gotta have like a nice highball cocktail while I'm in it because I'm like. This isn't something that happens that often. I'm getting a nice whiskey, neat, or scotch, neat, and looking classy as fuck. I'm pretty sure you just picked my drink for the night. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did. I'm going to send you a photo on Facebook be like, hey, this is Kyle Deuce. This is totally what happened, yeah. I'm not even fucking around. Um, but, yeah, yeah, uh, I, I feel the exact same way. I want to go. You ever watch uh, How I Met Your Mother? You ever seen that show? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to go paintballing in a full suit or, like, laser tagging in a full <laughs> in suit. In a full suit? Yeah, just full suit. Just oh, like I'm going that what you need to do is go to like a cheap place where it's like two suits for a hundred bucks and use one of those suits if you're gonna go paintball yeah. and like run around in it. Cause I'll be damn, my suits are nice. Like I'm not I'm not yeah, running no, around cool. and busting them up. Hopefully one day, hopefully one day I'll get to a point where I even care, man. I'm 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 like just wiping my ass with hundreds. That's but that's the goal. I, so, like, I'm not even gonna lie. I've got a link I'm gonna send you on Facebook this week. It's for this company and they make suits, but it's all like you can get a Pac-Man suit or you can get like a Tampa Bay Bucks suit or like and it's the jacket and the pants match. I, and I wish for product placement, I had the name of them. I want to say it's called Stripes, but I could be wrong. I'm gonna send you that link on Facebook because. Dude, these suits are legit, and it's a hundred bucks. But you get the jacket, the matching tie, and the slacks that go with it. And it's all kinds Bro. of like they got nerd prints, they've got like sports prints, they got everything. I hope they got, I hope they got a team dollar one. That'd be dope. Um, I don't know if they've got that. Like most of the gaming stuff they had was more like retro. But yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I feel you on that. But it's mostly retro gaming. But like I saw the ones they had the sports ones. I'm like, that's dope. And they had one that was like all like American flags and shit. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I gotta do that for Labor Day. <laughs> like you know, you gotta get ready for it. That and they have no, some yeah, for freedom for freedom for freedom. But they've got some that come with shorts too. So if you don't want the long pants, you could get it with like shorts that'll go with it, which is dope. Because it's just too I damn call- hot to be walking around in long pants. I call I call that Floridian chic. It is. Uh, <laughs> That's exactly what it is, Floridian cheek. Because I just got back to, from the Jamaica for a week, and that's all oh, I that's wore. Badass. Yeah, dude, I went to Sandals for a week, and all I wore were uh, chubbies, which are these really kind of short Bermuda shorts. But okay. like, I've got them like I've got like a, a I had an American flag pair with a matching speedo, and then I had a uh, I had a pair that's like an Irish flag. So, like, I just mixed it up. But, yeah, man, that and, like, nice collared shirts or nice, like, Hawaiian shirts to go with it because 
it is just too damn hot to be running around that's long classy. pants. I feel like that's, but like that's, like that's Jamaican, like beach call. Like if I ever went to Cuba, which I'm planning on going to Cuba very, very soon with my friends, and now it's open up travel. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I want to wear like one of those, like you know, like every cop in a Miami, like in a Miami cop detective thing or whatever. Like yeah, that like Miami like, Vice. Yeah, like he's got no, like he's got like the 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 shirt, which is like a fucking like Hawaiian shirt, and then like that Hefe hat, and then like those pants. Or whatever like that, and he's always smoking a Cuban. Like I'm gonna do that shit over in Cuba, and I'm gonna like play like the dude the from Dexter. Yeah, like, like Batista, dude, like, Batista. Exactly yeah, what I was thinking of in my head. Batista from Dexter. Yeah, man, I can see you Fuck rocking yeah, that dude. hard. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah! You know who's also that guy was also he was somebody in Gotham. I think he was uh, he was somebody in the in the Gotham TV show. That, well, he that he's been popping up all over the place, and that's why I love that guy. And now that I'm seeing things like that, I think of you all the time because I'll see a guy pop up in like one episode of this and then one episode of that, and I'm like, that's my boy Mike in the future. We're going to see him. He'll do an episode of Castle and then Law & Order SVU, and then he'll be on to big, big things. Oh, man, it's uh, hopefully soon. My mentor, one of the guys who's like my big mentor uh, – uh, this guy named Lucius Bastion. Uh, he did Stranger Things. He just did Stranger Things. Nice. Um, and so, like, my goal is to really, like, is to really get on that uh, and try to get on, is try to get on, like, that that kind of grind. I'm reinventing myself right now. I'm trying to, like, I'm trying a bunch of new things uh, to hopefully do more acting stuff. Because I was in the scene for a long time, and I took a year off, and now I'm just now getting back into it in, like, the last couple months. Well, so. how, how, if you don't mind me asking, because I know it's rude, how old are you, Mike? Oh, I'm 25. Well, I'll tell you what. Right about that time, because I was going to guess somewhere around there, is when usually you kind of start reinventing yourself. Because me being 34, like right around mid-20s is kind of where I did the same thing, where it's like, all right, I'm not a kid anymore. I'm not in college anymore. Let me take a breath. Let me take a minute. And let me reevaluate some things and switch gears and change my life and my lifestyle. And I think... As a person, but also as a man, right around then is kind of when you start shifting gears in life, and it kind of makes you reevaluate. Absolutely, absolutely, um, and that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at right now. Uh, you know, I did Fangasm, I did a lot of other stuff, I did some work with Tyler Perry, which is really cool. Uh, my grandmother unfortunately got sick, and some other personal stuff happened, so I took a year off acting, uh, and now I'm getting back into the like. It just my friends are like, "You want to start acting again?" I was like, "Yeah, I miss it," and then I started doing little stuff. And here, and then you want to make a thing where you can act all the time and do geeky shit? Yeah, let's do it. All access geek happened. Yeah. And so, and so now, uh, now I'm working with Level Mall and Talent, which is a really cool agency. And my friend Jonathan Cho on Facebook, he's really cool. He's on a TV show called Halt and Catch Fire. He plays Superboy. Oh, nice. On Halt yeah, my friend Jonathan Cho. You'll see him comment on my stuff every once in a while. Uh, and he messaged me recently about possibly getting together and writing some stuff and working on content together uh, for something. I I don't know what yet, but for yeah. something. So uh, there's a lot of I'm, a lot of opportunities are coming up, and you'll see my face a whole hell of a lot if I'm ble- if I'm lucky. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, you're you've been doing awesome things, and everything you're doing is awesome, and that's why like I'm always on your Twitter feed and your Facebook feed, just because I mean you've always got new stuff going on. I love hearing about the shenanigans you and the Titans are up to, and and just all all oh, that. So I mean, I, I love it, but I also love seeing all the success you're doing and all the big things you're doing. Right. Um. You know, you know, man. I, I like to be known for my for my uh, hits, not just my misses. And so I try to make more hits than misses. If if uh, God or whoever Cthulhu willing, and um, 
Yeah, I appreciate all the I appreciate all the love, man. I'm I, I I'm often I often feel like, and you've seen from my Facebook, I often feel like I'm more hated than loved. So, well, I think, and and trying to put myself in your shoes, which is very hard. I think sometimes once you start hitting a certain level of success, you get the haters. You know what I mean? And I'm not gonna lie, I have a life motto that if I'm not making five new haters a day, I'm fucking up. Right. Because you got to keep making new haters. Because, I mean, people got to be hating on you just because of the fact that you're being successful and you're doing what you want to do and what you love. And I think because you're doing what you love, you're so happy, you're a good-looking dude, you know, you got oh, a lot of that. good things going for you. And I think that that's just a, that just breeds haters. I I, I, I think I think along those lines, too, and, I, and I'm happy to have them in my life, honestly, because – uh, a, it keeps me motivated, it keeps me up, it keeps me thinking and constant. Like, if you're ever in an echo chamber, if you're surrounded by people who kiss your ass all the time, you never grow. Uh, and uh, two, uh, if I'm not doing something to piss somebody off, I feel like I have not done my job. So, like, yeah. Well, it's like I say all the time, man, haters are motivators because they'll get you off are. your ass oh and get God. you moving. Yeah. You got to put that shit on a T-shirt. I'll wear it pretty happy hour. Haters yeah, happy, yeah, yeah, we'll put that on the back. Haters are motivators because it's dope, the truth. Dope. It's like if you don't have at least a couple of haters, you're not doing it right, you know? And if you got a bunch of, exactly like you said, if you got a bunch of yes-men surrounding you saying, you know, oh, you're doing great, this is awesome, then that doesn't work either. It absolutely doesn't. Um, and just, you know, just you got to, you got to, you got to stay growing, and you can't grow if you always do what you've always done, unless you're exposed to something that shakes up your world, something that that challenges your view of shit, then you can't be a better person, I don't think. Well, let me ask you this, and this is going to be a tough question. What's been shaking your world lately, man? What's been rocking your tree where you're like, man, I got to get up, I got to do something? Ugh. Um, what's been kind of, uh, I got to get up and kind of do something? Um... You know, just the political climate that we're in. I know it's weird to say this is not that place. This is not the place for that. Um, just that with, you know, the political climate we're in. I'm very excited. That gets me up and want to do something. Uh, also, um, what is making me want to do stuff? I got to tell you, honestly, my co-star from Fangasm, Molly McIsaac's, like, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yeah. She does so much shit in L.A., and I'm so pissed I left. And every time <laughs> I see her, every time I see her on, like, social media, I'm just like, I only have four. Like she has like something like twelve thousand followers on Instagram, and I'm like with fucking two thousand, and I'm just like, man, my life is fucked. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> well, like, I got I gotta say this just to throw it out there. We and I don't know how we did it, and I, I number one, I gotta thank you again for doing our show because we were like in infancy level when you said, sure, man, I'll do the show. Like we were, I, God, we were under fifty episodes. I mean, we weren't near the juggernaut which is happy hour with johnny and deuce now but you did the show and we got every single person from fangasm to do the show for the exception of molly and uh there was uh oh goodness there was one other little girl that was on the show well, i shouldn't say little another girl that was on the show um who, danny maybe uh, she's the one who's working for loot crate now um, yeah, that's Danny. That's yeah. uh, that homegirl, Danny. Yeah, those were the only two from the show we didn't get on because we got literally every single person on uh, except for those two. But Molly, Molly's, Molly's gotten big. I mean, she's been blowing up in the social media world and things like that. So, you know, I understand people Mo are busy. M Molly did it right. Molly kind of – I did it wrong. So when you hit in something, anything yeah. uh, in life, you, you should keep going uh, because – it's harder to stop a moving target. It's harder to stop something that's already moving. Yeah. Um, and I just kind of was like, 
ah, man, I'm feeling myself. I'm like Tampa's new hero, whatever, whatever. I'm just going to, like, chill here at my friend's do hood rat shit and not, like, work on my career. And that's what happened, and Molly flew right past me. And uh, I, I've got none but love for her. I support everything that she's ever – that she's done. And she actually – a lot of people – think that we hate each other but the truth of the matter is she actually opened my eyes to a lot of shit that i didn't see before uh in regards to a lot of stuff and uh i really love that girl but i am hyperly i am hyper jealous that i am not on her social media level (laughs) yeah no trust me i mean i agree i mean we're doing big things at happy hour johnny deuce but i mean i i could definitely say the same thing that i mean her she's got next level game in that area which leads me to another question if you could if there was a mistake or something you've made in your career so far, what do you think that might be? Um, whew, uh, putting all my eggs in one basket, the basket that was fangasm. Yeah. Putting all my, like, fangasm's going to be great. Fangasm's going to be amazing. It's going to be the best reality show ever. All this cool stuff. And just kind of put my eggs on that. It was it was fun to film. I'm very appreciative for the, uh, for the experience. I would do it again. If they came to me right now and they were like, we're doing another season. It's probably going to suck. I'd be like, I'm there. Yeah. So, like, in a heartbeat. But I think not continuing to work on myself when the show was coming out. I was yeah. just like, and the build-up to the show, I just was like, whatever. I'm here. I've already made it. Whatever. I don't have to try anymore. Yeah. So, Well, yeah, no, and, and the only thing is, in your defense, I think a lot of people did that because, and I'm going to butcher his name. I want to say it's Sergio, who was on the show with you. It had the long, curly black hair. Um, yeah, Sal. We used to call Sal, him Sal. Yeah. Sal. Um, you know, like I see him on Facebook and he kind of allegedly for our lawyers out there, allegedly kind of said the same thing. Like, you know, he just finally retired from GameStop and quit, moved on to a new job and everything. But like, I feel like him and the comedian that was with you guys and a couple of the other guys from the show all did the same thing. They all put their eggs in this basket thinking, Hey, this is going to be awesome. And for the exception of, you know, yourself, Molly and the young lady we just mentioned that's working for Luke right now. I don't think any of the rest of them really did much after that happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, you three capsized on what you had and were like, okay, I'm going to do something with this. And then the rest of them were kind of like, oh, I thought this was going to be something else or turn into something. Does it make any sense? No, absolutely. I get it. Um, And maybe we all kind of did. I think Molly, out of all of us, I think out of everyone. Oh, yeah. She gets a gold star on that one. Yeah. She didn't just run with the ball. She She made a fucking touchdown and then, like, you know, she Forrest Gump ran out of the building with the football is what she did. Yeah, just imagine Molly. I was running in high yeah. heels. And yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> and just hauling ass out of the stadium. Yeah. In the highest heels that are unmatched. Anyway, um, yeah. So you know, maybe we all kind of did, uh, and that just and that was you know credited to our youth. We were very you know uh, the guy who was the comedian is the age I am now when he did the show. Yeah. So you know everything that I think we were all kind of young and just kind of like oh this is our big break. And we didn't like and and to be fair, the producers four nine five, they hyped it up to be like, oh, you're gonna be great, you're gonna be awesome, da da da. It's gonna be all this stuff. It's gonna be the like, next Jersey yeah. Shore, man. Like you guys are gonna be like on this next level, and then it would like petered out. And you're like, well, that's not what you told me was gonna happen. Exactly, and they cut a lot of stuff. Sci-Fi, which great company, great organization, yeah. love four nine five. They're all good people, but they cut a lot of stuff to make it more family friendly because of. Uh, to make it nicer because yeah. of us uh, heroes of cosplay and because of them cutting out a lot of the controversy no it was boring no one wanted to watch it and yeah. so therefore it went off the air so well i think you and you, you hit the nail on the head heroes of cosplay was the other one because you both kind of launched at the same time and i mm-hmm. think you both kind of failed on the same merit like 
there was one great episode of Heroes of Cosplay where they started talking about the controversy and Yahya Han was kind of beefing with Jessica Nigeria. And I'm like, oh, I'm not, like, let me get my popcorn. This is getting interesting. Like, and that exactly. was the best episode they ever had of that show. And then after that, it was very ho-hum, you know, just ho-hum, just boring, you know, because there wasn't the controversy there anymore. Exactly. And, uh, Sci-Fi just got a new CEO around the time before the shows even came right. out. When, when they were in development, there was one CEO, and then that person, as the shows were being developed, there became another CEO. And they wanted to go in a new direction, and they didn't like all the negativity that Heroes of Cosplay was getting online because of that comment. Yeah. And I think that if you're going to do something like this in their community, don't make it happy fucking friendly. Like, show the yeah. real, a real... And I think that that conversation was the realest... Uh, thing from those reality shows that yeah. that were trying to happen to the nerd culture that came out. That one conversation, and it really was. And I, I and I loved it. And I was like, this makes it interesting because, like, here is a cosplay really kind of introduced. And this is so sad. Introduced me to the cosplay community. Like I knew the cosplay community, but I didn't know the names. I didn't know the players. But then I met Jessica Nigeria, and I'm like, oh, she's really big, and Yaya Han, and I met all these people. Which then kind of made me go through a rabbit hole of finding all these cosplayers. Which now, Happy Hour Johnny Deuce, we are so lucky. We are, we the cosplay community loves us, and we love the cosplay community. We have cosplayers on the show all the time. They love coming on the show because they're like, you know, look, this is the first time fans have been able to hear my voice and hear like what I think and what I like and what I'm about. It's not just hey, you know, these are my pictures. It's like there's a voice that goes with it and. Kind of, they learn what I'm about through being on you guys' show, and that means a lot for us. And I'm like, well, dude, that's all I want. This is all we ever wanted this show to be was kind of a launching pad and kind of a place where, kind of the voice of the voiceless, if you will. So if like people like cosplayers, you know, they don't have a place where they can talk or kind of express themselves. They can, or people that have got new things popping off and coming on can kind of talk about it, or new projects like yourself, you know, can come and talk and express yourself and talk about your new projects. And that's cool, man. And I, you got, I, I, you gotta, you gotta love any media that doesn't filter you. Uh, for cosplayers, I, I, you know, the the whole community, the whole like geeky community, was very upset when Fangasm and and Heroes of Cosplay came out because they felt like it was this filtered BS mess. Yeah. That was like this doesn't represent us. Um, and I think that the thing that makes you guys stand out is you let people kind of talk about the the real. The, in their in in their different backgrounds, and that is like that makes people people like real people don't like fake people don't like bullshit, and that's why Fangasm and Heroes of Cosplay failed because people don't like fake. Yeah. So I'm, it doesn't well at least in the nerd community. You go put on Real Housewives of Atlanta, that shit's doing great. So well, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I get what you're saying, and that was kind of like our thing from the jump. I was like, look, I'm never going to censor a guest. I'm never going to let a guest not talk about what they want to talk about. I want them to be able to express themselves and to be able to talk and have a, out of a platform to say what they want, talk about what they want, because when my, our listeners listen and our fans listen – they know that it's unfiltered, and it, as much as we hate stealing, you know, 90s radio, it's real, it's raw, it's radio. It's like, it really is. It's raw, it's uncut, it's unfiltered, and we just leave it all in there for the fans because we just want you guys to have a place where you can express yourself, tell us what's coming up with you, and also, I, I nobody needs extra filter in their life, trust me. There's enough BS filters around us, we don't need any extras. Exactly. Um, 
so when people can talk about their projects and, and all this other stuff and, and they can be honest and open about stuff in their community, it's uh, people people just want re- the real, you know, the real of it. But uh, do you have any more questions? I kind of got to No, get I, know, I know you got to get out of here, so I'm going to wrap it up. Just it, Number one, Mike, thank you again so, so much for giving me your time. You gave me 35 minutes, which is five more than I was supposed to have, so thank you so much. Uh, just tell all my fans and all my listeners how they can find you and, and all your good stuff. Hey guys, so thank you guys so much for checking me out on the happy hour here. Um, so you guys can check me out at, uh, my Twitter is Mike of Steel 15 Mike of Steel 15 Also my Instagram is Mike of Steel 15 uh, Check out All Access Geek. Check out and like us on uh, Facebook. And you can find me, Mike Reed. Uh, you can find my Facebook and more than likely I'll accept you because I am a whore for attention. So- <laughs> I'm glad to know that not- Deuce is not the only person doing that on Facebook. Like there's other people that are just... <laughs> Any kind of rando, like, we'll accept it. So, <laughs> we'll ride on, Mike. Well, again, so thank you so much. No, thank you, man. Thank you so much for coming on and taking the time out of your busy schedule. Come on, man. I Seriously, I appreciate it, brother. Thank you so much, man. Hey, stay black. Don't let the white man get you down. And I'll talk to you later. As always, Bye. my man, Mike Reed. <laughs> oh, man. It's been such a great episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. I hope you guys loved it. You can hit us up on Twitter at HH Podcast Show. Also, don't forget to send us your Gmail or your emails at hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to go to facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show and give us a like. Oh, and don't forget, we've got the Mega Buck coming on soon from Retro Game Treasure. Send him your questions and you can send it to him at hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. And of course, there's not one, there's not two, but there are three hashtags you can put in the Twitter machine. Hashtag happy hour podcast, hashtag hhpodcastshow, and hashtag deuces on the loose. Later. Thank <music> you.